Geek Shock. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, we went I, on a whole Canada run. Yeah. On uh, Ice Cream Social today. Uh oh. Came up with a new show. Oh, you already recorded today? Goose Dynasty. <laughs> Filmed in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. There's not going to be any fight. Not without Scott Ryle in the very. Well, shit, that was Anchorman 2. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Anchorman 2 was pretty funny. <laughs> I kept saying sorry after everything. <laughs> Paul, I was listening. Kill somebody to, uh, and then it's sorry. Jim Carrey, you cut uh, out there, right? Hollywood there, Babylon. Yeah, his, his mic yes. was cutting out there. And uh, Smith was talking about Better? the uh, time traveling Better? Hitler. Hello. Bit. We're, we're rolled it for now. Some guy was throwing out things on Twitter, and it was like Hitler, you know, dies and goes to the evil powers of be, and they give him one chance at redemption. You can go back and you can be redeemed with this. You must stop 9/11, and so they send him. To stop 9-11, except it's called 9-11. And then all of a sudden, they start riffing on all of these Hitler movies. You know, Hitler, 9-5, and just rip. And Jesus, him and Garmin were fucking funny. That sounds awesome. Those guys are pretty funny. That is some crazy ass shit. That is funny. I I noticed that you've fixed your sorry. What? You don't have the sorry. Yeah. You're I no longer did. sore when you're sorry. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're sore. You're, you're, you've acclimated well. <laughs> Damn it! I gotta go back. <laughs> you're, you're losing the accent. Yeah. Tell us about it. Is it a more regional thing? Yes. No. no. I love our supervisor at work. She's Canadian, and she's totally... She'll be sitting there in pre-shift, and she'll be like, yeah, we're uh, implementing a new policy to... Per- prevent that clusterfuck we had last night and everyone's like whoa 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 and she's like what <laughs> oh i'm sorry i'm sorry guys and, you know <laughs> it's just like she's totally casual with the language sure that's great at one point she was checking on something with me and you know can you fill in for this person at this time i'm 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 leaving early tonight and she's like ah shit knockers <laughs> yes it's, just, it's really funny it's awesome shit knockers <laughs> shit knockers yeah. I, i'm you know it's like very relaxed. I like that. Two words that go great together. That yeah. was uh, I've been to Tom that Hanks' second wife piece oh. after uh, Bosom Buddies was Bosom Shit Knockers. <laughs> the sequel, Shit Knockers. Oh, I thought that was Bachelor Party. They, uh, was no, it was he and Peter Scolari dressed up as old women to live in a retirement home. <laughs> oh, it's good. <laughs> We're Shit Knockers. <laughs> our knockers are down to our knees and we shit ourselves. That's, shit Knockers. That's their upcoming reunion show, mm-hmm. right? It's like they're going to have the, yep. the new TV series. Yep, yep, yep. It'll last all of like five episodes. <laughs> I don't, don't care need to what be you say anymore because I'm fucking deaf. That would be awesome. And they, I'm old as fuck. Shit knocker. Did like a limited did like a limited series. They do only five episodes. The fifth episode just ends on a cliffhanger. Like, you know, they were going somewhere, but it's been canceled. It makes me wonder if they or actually Or most of the shows back then, in other yeah. words. Makes me wonder if they actually stay in touch or anything, or if it's just like, you know, they, they work together and now they don't they're think a lot. They're finished. Have tea every Tuesday. They're finished. <laughs> Welcome folks, it's Geek Shock number three hundred and one. What? 301. I am Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Maple Leaf Matt. With a special appearance later by Andy. Our special <laughs> Andy. He'll trip over. He's going to arrive late. You'll, you'll, you'll hear the... the you'll hear it. Yeah, you'll, you'll <laughs> hear it. It'll be completely unprofessional. It'll be great. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I remember in an interview, Tom Hanks talking about him and Sklari sneaking onto the uh, 
the Star Trek the motion picture sets and no. like sitting on the bridge and playing around with all the buttons and stuff. And could not blame a human. Yeah. Being for oh that. God, no. That I'd have done it. <laughs> you should have. It's a little life form. I was only a couple years old at that time. Easier to sneak in that way. I just love searching for Paul. You got something there. What? You got something you're hanging on to? Ointment for that. So put it away. The generous guys over at Seven Land Hand, they came through huge. Seven Land Hand, for those of you who don't know, is a great Magic the Gathering podcast. These guys have been fans of Ice Cream Social. I believe they listen to the, the Geek Squad every once in a while as well. And uh, they asked me uh, what deck I was playing with. And I said, no, a full one. But, but you're going to give me that. <laughs> um, you're going to get in that one. But, uh, no, I mean, I have this dragon deck quote-unquote, but it was pretty weak sauce. Just a couple dragons. And so uh, they asked me to send them a card list of what was in my deck. Okay. And they were going to pass it on to their resident expert and uh, have him take a look at it and improve it. So, we have a... Wait, wait, I'm having a flashback from my magic days. There's a red dragon that everyone wanted back in the day. It was Shuvian dragon, something? Sylvan dragon. Was that it? Yeah. I okay. got some good stuff in here. Yeah, red one. What so you anyway, got, Paul? What you go. got? So, uh, hi, Paul. I passed your deck on to Aaron Graham. <laughs> he looks like uh, Shark Khan, so he's the perfect man for your dragon deck. Uh, Aaron gave the following feedback in an unspeakable tongue. I've, I've cleaned it up, and his tongue as well. And uh, you'll find the results below. We really hope these modifications pack a punch, and we'd love to hear about some of your victories in the near future. Cheers, David. So, uh, What's I, the name of the cast again? Uh, it's called Seven Land Hand. The number seven, Land Hand. And the name of our cast again? I'm not sure anymore. All right. <laughs> Geek Squad. Oh, Geek Squad. No, Geek yeah, Fight. We fix your Geek computers, Squad. folks. Geek Fight featuring Paul. <laughs> um, I don't know. Somebody keeps calling it the Paul Show the featuring Paul show, Geek yeah. featuring, Paul. Uh, Paul Show with yeah, Geek. Hello, Mill. all you Paul monkeys. Yeah, Gaming Mill is right. Uh, so my original <laughs> deck. Ignorant fuck. Ignorant uh, fuck. So anyway, I had all this stuff in here. He told me to take out my Bonebreaker Giant, my Earth Servant, my what? Fiery Hellhound, my Mordant Dragon, my Battle Maid Ronin, time. Battle Mad Ronin, and my Dragon Whelp. I had a Battle Mad Ronin in there just because I was like, eh, I got a red samurai. Fun. It was a, it was a <laughs> fucking messy deck. I like deck. Battle Mad Ronin. I, I know, but it was yeah. a fucking messy deck. Um, that took out some other spells. <laughs> well, I thought you said Battle Mad Rodent. I like this fucking <laughs> messy deck. <laughs> Uh, anyway, That's so a new had, band had, name. Had, had me take all those out. Said some of these creatures have no abilities or only a very small amount of abilities that require you to keep paying mana for them. These should be replaced with creatures that come down and can attack immediately, or at least don't require you to pay for their abilities. Yeah. Then I said he also took out uh, Chandra's Outrage, Fireball, Lava Spike, and Lava. They gutted your whole deck, didn't they? Pretty much. Um, <laughs> Paul, the whole deck is shit. Basically, here's a, here's a new gonna, one. Yeah. <laughs> These are all fine kill or removal spells, but they can be replaced with similar effects that cost less mana. So this is my problem. I know what works, but I don't know what works best. Sure. Uh, then we and, have... And you uh, have to get a hold of what oh, works best. Oh, I have best. to play it more. That's the thing. Then uh, 
uh, took out uh, Shiv's Embrace. Enchantments are a little bit of a trap in Magic because they let your opponent take out two of your cards with only one of theirs. Now that's AKA some meta gaming right there, motherfucker. Right? Games of Magic are generally decided by who got to use more of their cards. So if you play two creatures instead of a creature and an enchantment, your opponent will have to spend more of their resources dealing with them. That's right. So there you go. So there's just some straight up some deep magic. rules that's right called, there. That's called card value. That's right. That's just deep some magic cuts. logic. Right. That's some deep cuts right there. So the recommendations. Let's go for a small dragon slash burn theme to replace all this stuff. We're going to add three Hellkite Chargers, three oh, Dragonlord Servants, three Draconic Roars. Uh, those are three damage to a creature. And if you control or are holding a dragon, three damage to the player as well. One Storm Breath Dragon hey. and one Sarkhan the Dragon Speaker, who is a red planeswalker who turns into a dragon himself. I shit you negative. And to the 7% of you that understood that... Uh, huh? You're right, right, right. So uh, then they included some other goodies for me. Uh, they gave me all those cards, which is awesome. Amazing. And then they made a suggestion I should try and find a uh, Chandra Pyromaster, which I believe I do have a Chandra, Chandra Pyromaster somewhere hiding. i got to uh, search around for that. A Thunderbreak Regent. And a Thunder Maw Hellkite, which I think I might have one of those <laughs> as well. Maybe. Uh, but anyway, so all that. And then uh, some uh, advice on lands. 24 basic lands is usually the best way to go, they say. I had 26, so uh, we're going to have that uh, fixed up. And then uh, I've got a Mage Ring Network and a Crucible of the Spirit Dragon. Uh, there you go. Instead you following of, this, Jeff? Instead of some other... Uh, <laughs> Not in the slightest. <laughs> these are lands that can be charged up with counters. There you go, Jeff. So See, now you feel better about Add that those now. in. Uh, burn spells. Two Magma Jet. Ooh. Two Lightning Strikes. Yeah. Uh, these are some burn spells to kill your opponent's small creatures or potentially your opponent if they're low enough on life. Do Little it. combo thingy. One Hoarding Dragon and one Sword of Animist. Hoarding Dragon lets the artifact out of your deck, which, puts you, which you put in your hand when it dies. Pardon me. Sword of the Animist helps you get the mana to cast your big creatures ASAP. And you can replace sword with you can replace the sword with any other artifact you own, though. Anybody uh, else's eyes glazing over? And then finally, yeah. this deck is now modern legal. You can play it in a modern tournament, but it won't be super competitive. <laughs> I hope this helps. Okay. And uh, uh, makes the deck even more fun to play, Aaron and David. So thank you so much, guys. That is really um, awesome. I'm can really we talk thrilled. about wrestling now? Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Are you shit. ready? No. Oh, Do you shit. know what happened Jeez. today? No. RKO out of nowhere. No. I read it, but Bo, go ahead. RKO out of nowhere. Jimmy Superfly Snuka has finally been arrested after nearly 30 years for murder. Yeah. Huh? He was likely the killer of his then girlfriend in 1983, I believe it was, and uh, never was arrested for it. Really? Yeah. When you watch OSW, you know that podcast that I love so oh, much, yeah, the OSW right. Review. Yeah, those guys are so guys. funny. Yeah, yeah, the Samurai Cop guys. Those guys are so funny. Every time Snooka comes up on the screen, mm -hmm. they just go, murderer. Oh, murderer. <laughs> I can't even watch it. Without thinking murder, that's too much to handle. I mean, oh, I, I don't even want to. I can't even enjoy the match. I just think that's a murderer. He killed someone. He's a murderer. I love it. And it's just like, oh. And now here they are. They've been proven out. I can't wait to hear Decades their take later. on it. I can't wow. wait to hear their take on it. Wow. But um, yeah, and then uh, I saw a really funny meme today with uh, Mean Gene. Oh no, standing between Hogan and Snooka in an interview. And the meme says, why is Mean Gene standing with a microphone in an empty room? Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. basically now uh, WWE is going to whitewash both of them 
forever from their stuff. Yeah, it's getting crazy. What did Hogan do again? Uh, he got on a racist rant and went a little bananas. Wow. Okay. Uh, but uh, Jimmy murdered somebody. <laughs> uh, so the uh, allegedly, one allegedly. There you go. Save the podcast. Fucking did it. Um, yeah, I've I've had opportunities to get uh, Superfly action figures, and I'm like, nope, no thanks. He's one that I never added to my collection. I have no. Hogan figures, but no Superfly because of the whole murder thing. Sure, because I liked him as a kid. Yeah, uh, but then, I, think everyone then did. I saw another really funny oh. post. One of my friends, because I have a lot of wrestling friends Imagine on that. Facebook, and um, you you remember the classic bit in Piper's Pit? It's one of the classics where. Roddy Piper Hits smashed with the coconut, smashed him with a coconut. Yeah, right. So That's like the one. It's the Piper yeah. pit where he smashed Jimmy Snooker with a coconut, knocked him into the set, knocked the set over and everything. And so they said, "So now, does this make Piper the baby face in that Piper's pit segment?" <laughs> <laughs> Turns it all around. That's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that WWE's going down, going down. No, no, no. Oh. You think they're coming back? With the old stuff's going down. NXT's coming up. They might just, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised to see WWE just change over Raw, completely to NXT. Scrap, scrap um, SmackDown or just that one. New well, letters, new product. All the new, there all the go. new guys are from NXT, and it's so hot right now. If you saw, well, I guess you did because nobody's watching. No, me, but what? <laughs> they did not huge, see it. They had a huge show uh, in Brooklyn, and the NXT guys are all based out of Florida. Okay, and they all do these. Um, it's it's the shows at Full Sail University, so they have all this great technological stuff. Yeah, the arena's built in Full Sail. Really? So they use all these great computer people and whiz bang electricians and all stuff. Sure. So the the production value is through the fucking roof at this point. the 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 character designs are really great on these guys. The ideas are really fun. You should start watching some the NXT. future of wrestling. Seriously, right NXT. I mean NXT. You know. It is future wrestling, but now it's Where really, can I watch NXT? NXT is on Hulu as well. Okay. Easy to find. Good stuff. Funny stuff. Um, and uh, they had this big event in Brooklyn. This was the first time they'd been outside of their little home arena. And they packed in 16,000 almost. And the place was just bananas. You got to see it. The characters are ridiculous. It's a little bit of that 80s goofball shit coming back. And it's oh, really fun. Good. I like that. Yeah, yeah. They got this guy. <laughs> This character called Enzo Amore, who's just, I, I got to show, we'll watch Enzo's match. You'll, go, you'll be like, this is fucking exciting. Will anyway. I, will I go with that? Yeah, it's okay, fucking right. exciting. You can't not get excited by this little dude. Oh, God. Little Enzo Amore <laughs> and his giant partner, whose name escapes me right now. But they're ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous, but it's fun. Enzo. So, so uh, Fastball special. So, no, they're, they're, they're far from on the decline. They're actually, I guess, McMahon just two weeks ago became a billionaire again. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Again? Yeah, he'd been he a billionaire. Bad, huh? Gone down a little bit. Right. Got divorced. Well, hey, well, I mean, just under? He's no he longer the billionaire club? I, I, I don't think so. So just like that I'm guy in Silicon Valley yeah. where he's like... Yeah, exactly. He's not in the... Uh, not in the billionaire the, club. The, the Four Commas Club or whatever. Yeah, that's it. Four Commas Club. <laughs> four Commas Club. I like that. Jake sent us a little note. Hey, guys, I'll keep this short and sweet for once. Never thought in a million years I could do something that would make you guys scream, Oh my God, Jake, repeatedly in ecstasy. He's the one that sent <laughs> us the gifts last yes. week. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> Any hoot, glad you guys enjoyed the prints. And my friend Carolyn says, thank you for the shout out for my website. 
uh, Jake. And P.S. I am making a trip to Vegas in October, which means prepare for rain, as I always tend to bring it when I come. Nice. Please do. We'll uh, take it. We love it. I love the rain. It's my favorite thing. We need, yeah, we need it. So mm-hmm, thank you. Mm-hmm. You're, you're always invited, if that's the case. I hope you make it out to the bucket show. Oh, I'm sure it will. Yeah. So, gentlemen, what geeky things you want to talk about this week? What'd you do? What'd you like? What'd you want? Um, I don't know how geeky it is, but I did go see uh, Straight Outta Compton last night. It's a movie. It's geeky. It's, so uh, it's uh, such a good film. Right? Such a good film. I was... I, I was expecting it to be good, but I was surprised at how good it really was. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, it went fully in depth with a lot of the, you know, the events that started in '86 when they were young kids living in Compton, and you know, were just the first hanging half around is and doing stronger it. than the second half. Uh, second half, I, I wouldn't even say it's stronger. I would just say that it's it's different because the first half is them making it, the and struggle. then the second half is that basically that struggle to hang on to it and you know kind of reclaim the friendships that were you know i don't know how many people know the story about you know nwa and how everyone does uh, as they broke up <laughs> i wish um, everyone did people really <laughs> right, don't you know, it's true you're right they don't it's funny dr how many Trey people know. And, and ice cube and uh you know then the rest of the, you know, the rest of MWA stood, stood, uh, stuck together. <laughs> the wall, I'm, Andy's I'm here. Andy, Andy, where's glad the to stroke see wallet? You. Where's the stroke wallet? Easy E, MC Ren, uh, and DJ Yella. Yes, they they stayed together. Where Ice Cube and Dr. Dre uh, went their separate ways. Um, well, Dre stayed with them for the second album. Yeah, he stayed with them. Left. Cube yeah. left, and then Dre left on the next one. Yep. But uh, but yeah, and then that whole um, where they're trying to kind of reunite. They've kind of overcome the, the which I don't know stuff. if that was real or not. Well, according the, to Dr. Dre and Ice Cube, it is that sure. they, they, the plans were in motion. <laughs> this is the only thing about the movie that I find a little bit. And right. Dre and Cube come off smelling like a rose because and, they're still alive. And well, they're producing it, it. Yeah. and they wrote it and produced yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, which is great. Yeah, and well, they're still alive. Well, Ren and Yella uh, also contributed to the story. Yeah, and they get, so. they get their, their little moments in the sun, but it's definitely I mean, I, I don't think it was as rosy as it makes it out to be in the movie, but apparently no, but the, the reunion was in the works when he was, when yeah, it's really he was sad. diagnosed with, with AIDS. So. It's really sad. Um, but, uh, yeah, I got to see that at Rawls' special event, which was oh, really yeah. awesome. Our buddy, uh, Rawl Faria, um, was uh, kind enough to invite me to one of his... Uh, absolute parties and they did a preview screening the night before it came out and it was fantastic i was right before i got on the boat and it was fantastic it's really great yeah i yeah i everything jeff said exactly it's i mean not only is it is it well written it's the performances are spectacular i mean these guys i mean i remember watching you know much to my parents chagrin you know video of these guys you know when they were performing back in their youth and the actors they got to portray them in the film Captured all the movements, well, you the attitude, and the, that's Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that that doesn't hurt. <laughs> no. But but I'm talking about like yeah. all all the actors. They just, did a great job. They nailed the performances. So I mean, it's it's definitely an impressive film. Uh, it's it's one of those great F- moments where the cream of Hollywood rising to the top and getting what it deserves. Yeah. F. F. Gary Gray directed it, and he's a it's a fantastic director. So I mean, you know. I definitely recommend seeing it. You know, if, well, three weeks in a row at number one. Yeah, it's really great. It's crazy. I mean, has, it, has there is, been any movie this summer that's done that? I don't think no. so. Yeah. And it's bringing are, in stupid money right now. There are some very poignant and sadly quite topical 
topics addressed in yeah. the film again. I, I mean, mean, literally, the race relations are. things have not improved. Mm-hmm. It's, here we uh, are, nearly thirty years later, yeah, and the stuff that that they went it's through the in shit. their youth is still going same on today. Shit. So I mean, it's. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth a watch. It's very so. poignant. Sounds a lot better than the movie I went to go see. Oh, what shit? What did you see? Agent Forty Seven. Oh, yeah. the Hitman movie. And, and why would you do that to yourself? Because I was a fan. Didn't of you the read Hitman anything? Games. I was the fan of the Hitman games. Then why don't you preserve that memory? <laughs> did, did you see? <laughs> <laughs> I like the Fantastic oh, Four. That's why I didn't go see God. the movie. Did you see the first Hitman? Film? Yes, I did. And did you like that one? It was all right. Well, okay, that should have been a piece that should have that should have been you know a steaming pile of That's shit. That's crazy. This one's worse than the first one. Yes. What? Yes. Uh, I think it was. I was one of. So me and Paulette were one of seven in the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> There's something God. with the when they do that movie hey, with Oliphant with the new guy when they shave their heads, they, they look, look like goofballs. Because <laughs> Agent Forty Seven almost looks like a statue monster. He does. Right? Very <laughs> angular. Yeah. He's, yeah. yeah. And so, if you don't, if you have the slightest bit of roundness to your face, you look like an apple cheek cherub <laughs> <laughs> trying to be a hitman, and it's you just, look like the bad guy from Nemesis. Yeah, you look like a messed up baby. Oh. It's like, oh, what happened to that messed up baby in that suit? <laughs> Am I supposed to be scared of that messed up suit baby? No, it's dumb. Messed up suit. That's baby. what he is. Agent Forty Seven just a messed up suit baby. Yeah, and he just looks stupid. So that's what I did. So do you think? It's one of those things like somebody wants to retain the option, so they had to make a movie. As, I would because somebody make this with any passion at all. You think? You know what? They probably didn't spend that much on it. The first one must have made money. <laughs> yeah. Did it? I don't make, know. They wouldn't make a second one if the first one didn't make money. Hollywood doesn't do anything. I mean, no money behind it. That's true. So that is true. Nothing, nothing without money. But I mean. Does the Hitman series have that much of a following? Because yes, let's get on that. Clearly, this guy blindly, knowing it's shit, <laughs> just pays his. He puts his greenbacks down. Here. Is there enough of him? He didn't even pay his greenbacks. He put up a roll of toilet paper. He threw in some loonies. Rape my eyes, please. Please rape my eyes. I will pay for the privilege for ocular rapage. Do it to me, Agent ocular 47. Rapage. Ocular rapage. Wow. Do it to me, you messed up suit baby. That's got to be our <laughs> rap group name. <laughs> ocular rapage. Ocular rapage. <laughs> messed up suit baby. I like that. Messed up debut baby. album, Skullfuck. <laughs> wow. Oh, I'm sorry, Jeff. I didn't mean to take it over the edge. Uh, <laughs> shouldn't have went there, man. Just you shouldn't have went there. Yeah, I pissed off Jeff. You know Jeff this is the last off. time I'm on wow. for a while. Why <laughs> Commander K? Don't we don't talk about it. <laughs> SJW Jeff. <laughs> God. Oh man, you want to talk about that? No, there, no. <laughs> yeah, there's this. There's this. Um, this yeah. this one company. I can't remember the company. I actually had I, I mentioned it at dinner. I wasn't going to talk about it here, so I didn't in depth research it. But a small press mm-hmm. who does D twenty stuff, role playing game books, role playing game books, <laughs> oh, yes. put it out on something a PDF service called One Bookshelf, a little supplement under the Pathfinder name. Now Pathfinder is the inheritor of D and D three point five. They're the ones that basically have picked it up and continued it on while Wizard of Coast has moved on. And under the Pathfinder logo, they released a supplement called Tournament of Rapists. <laughs> God damn it. Whoa. Yeah. And it's yeah, so ugly. It is exactly what you think it is. Yeah. 
Tournament of rapists. Yeah. And it's like, it, it is a supplement that has... Don't uh, give these fools any press. <laughs> this yeah, is no. terrible. And this is cheap. The reason I'm bringing it up is because it got banned from the one bookshelf uh, site, well, the PDF site, that's, because of uh, uproar. Basically, a huge uproar that's occurred. That's not necessarily good. People, I'm not for, I'm well, not for any censorship. Well, that, that's the whole thing, because now you've got people, you've got the people who got upset at that stupid thing. Um, who got all loud and angry, and now you got people upset that one bookshelf has banned it. They basically have implemented a policy that's a lot like YouTube's, which is if something goes up and there's a complaint about it, they will suspend the uh, take a look at it content, and then they will take a look at it, review, and then they'll put it back up again. So basically, the writers of this thing was hoping that would happen, so that oh, it was everybody will talk it about was, it. It was outrage bait. And then then, it, then it people was, will buy a tournament of rape or whatever it is. <laughs> a tournament uh, of rape. A game of rape. Oh, uh, you know, it, it's funny because I never heard of it. I knew nothing about it until the outrage. Nor did happened. anybody listening to this podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nor <should> anyone. <laughs> Sounds like a waste of time. It, oh, but, uh, yeah. but it shouldn't be banned. That's the other thing. Yeah. Terrible shit. Has just as much right to exist. Yeah, as well, now there's a whole thing about commerce, and it's not. We're not censoring it. They can put it out. We just don't want it here, you know. And now well, they're private business. They yeah, can they choose can not to sell want. it. Well, no, yes. I'm talking about the people who patronize <laughs> one bookshelf. Oh, so and, and and that that's that's where the complication comes in. Because yeah, I'm against banning too, but at the same time, that thing, Jesus, it's fucking ugly serious. And dumb, but really, yeah. you know. But that's. But if I went to a bookshop. On you know line and everything, and that's, I'm sure it's not the cover of it now available. Tournament of rape. Well, but that artists, was that was part of that was part of the problem is that somebody said that the publisher mistagged it. It didn't have like an ad- adult tag or something. I didn't. Uh. I don't. I haven't gotten the first. <laughs> it's in children's all fair. the details for everyone. Mixed up, mixed up <laughs> yeah. with the Mr. Man books. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, um, it's a, they're with the Berenstein Bears. Oh boy, oh. don't get me started. Um, <laughs> the the problem. Tournament of rape. Yeah, Berenstein Bears in a, a tournament of rape. It's, gone. it's fluffed around. That's a different kind away. of Berenstein. <laughs> oh, I can't bear the stain. Oh, yeah. Now it was, it was. Yeah, I, it just, I don't know. It just, oh, I was gonna say, um, artists, artists, and creative types create awful uh, and uh, you know titillating slash shocking stuff. It mm-hmm. happens. That's what art is designed to do. That's the problem. Art is designed to shake you up, change your opinion, move you emotionally. So sometimes artists choose to move you emotionally in a way that you might not be real happy about. That's art, unfortunately or fortunately. But to try and ban it is exactly the problems that that come up here. If it's not good art, if it's just shock for the sake of shock, Mm -hmm. it will fall by the wayside. I got introduced to this guy this week called Eric Andre. I was unfamiliar with him. I'm not a huge fan of prank stuff right. to begin with. Me either. A really well done one can be, but it's hard to do really well. Mm-hmm. And I find more and more it's just being a jerk to someone. That's yeah. You know, like the only time I've ever seen the prank stuff that I really enjoyed it was Fear Tactics. Because you've right, got a friend, yeah, yeah. a yeah. pack of friends that are tricking one friend to just get them scared safely with controlled performers in a controlled environment. Right. This Andre character... Going after strangers. 
he's going out in public and just acting like an asshole. And I'm like, being a total asshole is not performance art. And it's not a prank either. It's not a prank. <laughs> it's not a prank. He he's on the subway. I should see here I'm giving him shit too, but he's on a subway and he's got this outfit covered in fruit loops. Okay? It's like in this in this black onesie covered in fruit loops. And he's got one of those dog surgery protection collars on, right? Okay. <laughs> I know. The image is funny. And people are right. like, ah, just another day on the subway. Right. <laughs> However, he has a box of Fruit Loops in one hand and a big jug of milk in the other. And he goes, ladies and gentlemen, I have some bad news. I did not get the job at Fruit Loops. And so now I ask that you eat of me. And he kneels on the, on the ground, starts to pour the Fruit Loops into his head thing, into his head cone, all right. and then oh, pour no. milk all over himself. Oh, Eat boy. from me. Eat of me. Yes. Eat me. You know. And then he's basically just wandering towards people, sloshing <laughs> milk all over the subway, and people are... It smells moving, gross enough as right, it is. And they're moving out of the way yeah. and being freaked out. And it's like, that's not creative. No. People are trying to not get milk on them. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing funny here no. beyond you're just being a total asshole. There's a germ of an interesting idea, but you're being an asshole. Now, should he not be able to do it? No. Right. Does he have to face the consequences for the bullshit he pulls? Yes. Yeah, In a public place like that, if you're pulling shit like that, I find that far more upsetting when you're spilling shit and causing a mess mm-hmm. than anything an artist could create, write, draw, paint, anything like that. Because that is a static piece that sits there and requires active participation from the quote-unquote offendee to truly get offended. Meanwhile, this guy's just going out and offending people, purposefully being Messing up their clothes. Ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to mess up your clothes. Well, of course you're going to get a reaction. You asshole. So it's a it's a fine line. Yeah, art is interpretation. I mean, that that the line in uh, Straight Outta Compton where the he said these guys are artists. It really affected Jeff. And then the cop goes... It's art really rap good. is not art, and it's right. and it's like well maybe to you, but you know art is subjective. It's yeah. relative, you know. It's it's interpretation. Man, the thing that really stuck with me more than anything about Straight Outta Compton is how hip hop has been so co opted now, and it isn't just mainstream. Right. And it used to be such a force for political change. Yeah, it, I've, yeah. Heard, I've heard people say it's we don't have public enemies in the audience is uh, white. White middle class, and uh, I, I've heard a lot of people, uh, even on, especially on the progressive side, who are just like it's it's just all corporate bullshit. Now. Well, I mean, and sadly, many, I mean, Dre it, was a big part of that too. Many it's of those true. performers don't write their own stuff. They have staff writers that write it, and they're just presented the you know the lyric sheets, and they're like, and, okay, now go record. And like pop enjoys, there's very little in it to say. And Except dance, dance to this yeah. beat and enjoy this bling. That's yeah. kind of it. There's room for both. There well, is room. I there mean, is room for I both, but you don't find the other one. As much as I enjoy a PE, but you know, well, it just doesn't seem to be much right. public enemy anymore. No, it's the, it's the type of model that you, you get know, the occasional really good one from Common, and that's that's really I about really it. Can't well, but I mean, that's the just. Last, I'll, although I'll tell you who uh, POS he does some really okay. good stuff. He has some fairly topical, thoughtful rhymes that are a little, yeah. It's the recording industry mo- uh, model right now. You know, you get a, a quote-unquote disposable artist. You have them perform for a while until they're no longer popular, and then you plug the next one in. It's, but it's, it's always been that way. 
that is not yeah. now. Well, that's not, not yeah, always, always all, every, but ever, more so in the last twenty years. Yes, you're absolutely ever right. ever since like the, the the Motown era, where the, the songwriters were writing it for a particular artist, and and then they went on. Right. I mean, it's my party, and I'll cry if I want to. Mm-hmm. It's that age. Yeah, it's, I'm not that saying that left. has it. That has never been a part of it. It's always been a part of it. But I mean, it's been it's more the same so. As it ever was. It's just in the within, last twenty within years. Hip-hop particularly. Same as there ever was. A, within hip hop particularly. Same as there ever was. I mean, hip hop started out as DJ breaks. Yeah, that's yeah. what it started out as. DJs stopping the middle of the tune, track and doing some and freestyle and some it. freestyle yeah. rhyming, and then that evolved and evolved into what it became. And then it became, and then you can see that, but, but that was all you know, uh, Sugar Hill Gang stuff. Right. So it was all, right. hey, aren't we having fun? Hey, 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 it's a big party, and I ate some of your friend's mother's food, and boy, it was disgusting. You know, and that kind of thing. <laughs> so uh, and, that, and and so that was good. You know, good times, fun raps. That's yeah. how it started. And then you can even see it in in the NWA uh, movie. It's great. Yeah. They're at the club, and they want to put Cube up for a break, and they're like, and you know, he goes up and does his. His rap and it's very politically charged and it's like and then they come down on it. He's like, "That's what the audience wants." He's like, "No, the audience doesn't want this. Yeah. They want what I'm telling." Yeah, them. that was, it was, it was the, the promoters is like, "We don't want to hear that reality rhyme shit," which was what it, that was one of the tags way back yeah. in the day. Reality rhymes, and they were you know uh, talking about what was actually going on in yeah, their community, reflection of what mm-hmm, they're mm-hmm. witness and to I'd every say day. I, they were they were beat to the punch by Grandmaster Flash, but they certainly came out with probably the strongest most acidic voice well they even credited flash in the film at least you know Mm -hmm. yeah that's right whether they did in real life (laughs) who knows but (laughs) they recognized (laughs) gave them their props well you'd better recognize kirsten you really better recognize i do paul good good. i don't think anybody sold it better than when it was covered by white lines was covered covered by duran duran i think they really (laughs) really nailed it well they've done enough coke to speak to it i'd say (laughs) Simon LeBond, I don't think he has a septum anymore, right? So, I mean, allegedly. <laughs> I love allegedly. I love Duran Duran. Duran. Protect the podcast. Protect the- Duran Duran put out that album, Thank You. All covers. Right. And all covers they never should have done. <laughs> Bob Dylan's Lay, Lady, Lay. Crystal Ship by the Doors. <laughs> well, and then the title. 911 is a joke in your town. They did not. They by did Public not. Enemy. They did not. They did. It's incredible. Wow. It's incredibly terrible. Well, I mean, I know that they did the t- the title track, uh, the Led Zeppelin's "Thank You." I know they did the cover well, of that, in the which right was place. okay. Yeah, they did it honestly because these were songs that they really enjoyed, that really helped form them. So that's why it was called "Thank You" because these bands and sounds helped form Duran Duran in some regard. I want us wow. to do an episode someday called "Thank You," where our bits <laughs> are all of those bits that inspired us as whatever the hell we are. <laughs> Surely you can't be serious. So does that mean we're going to... Surely. Of course I am. Is this going to be... Mom's name was Shirley. Covering other podcasts? Is that what we're doing? That's, Our own version of other podcasts? There you go. Okay. There you go. I think there, it, there it, is a I think it'll all that. just be aped lines from every movie that, and TV show that we grew up with, and that will be the entire podcast. That's why, you, that's why you were called 80s Jeff. Yes. That's right. Because <laughs> <laughs> you are full of aped lines. That is true. That is true. <laughs> You're, you're not telling me anything I don't already know. <laughs> or our audience. Gentlemen, what else have you done this week? Uh, we, we, we punished ourselves again by having Memphis again this week. It's so. become we punished a, ourselves <laughs> by getting to, to Memphis. Thanks to I Commander skipped, K. I skipped the Memphis this you week. Did. You yes. did. You're, you're, you did. Probably you're wisely so. Kind yeah. to your body. Well, we, just, we took a different route there two and weeks got in stuck a row in more enough. construction traffic. Yeah, I didn't even want to mess with that shit either. 
Uh, I had to do a little bit of shopping. It's too bad because there's nobody going there because it's so hard to get to there that the service is quick. Yeah. We got the same server. She loves us now. That's great. That's true. That stuff is coming out so fast. The Jeff salad came out before the appetizers. Before Jeff came out. They tossed Jeff salad that fast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And Commander K's name is now Princess Buttercup. That's right. I got fussy, and uh, uh, I asked to change my beans to cream corn, and she changed my name. She said, as you wish, Princess, Princess Buttercup. Buttercup. Yeah, that's, yeah. Boom. I dig her. Yeah, it's a good name. name. That was pretty funny. <laughs> it's a good name. She even, Paul, she even, when, uh, when Jeff uh, asked for a dessert to go, she was like, sure, how, how can you have your pudding if you haven't had your meat? There it is. It was like, wow. She, and then I said, I was like, well, I had my meat. I just didn't eat my salad. So I found <laughs> found the loophole. Found the loophole. And yet, she oh. pretty much looked at him like that and walked away. But overall, it was you know. Okay. She's full of 80, 80s one liners. <laughs> got my got my legal loophole, and we got my pudding. There you go. All right, <laughs> bitch. Better have my pudding. We just had to Puddings. toss Jeff salad. You know. Yep. Mm. Who toss it in the fryer? <laughs> this. Mm, gross. Deep fried salad. I know I got up to some shit this week. What'd you get up to? Come on. I can't remember. God damn it. Oh, uh, I got back into XCOM a little bit. Oh, okay. Jonesing for that new shit. I'm hoping it it eventually comes out on PS4. I have a feeling they'll eventually get past that, but right now it's just PC. Yeah, it's just PC. Master Reese! Just love love (laughs) that game. Love that game. Now uh, you have to get Mortal Kombat X for your PS4. Right? I have it already. Oh, yeah. That's okay. why I bought a That's PS4. That's where he started. Yeah. Okay. I bought Mortal Kombat X before I had a PS4 <laughs> because Paul they did. That. They finally did say this week, as we all knew, yep. those old versions got canceled, which is why I knew it was happening. So Apparently, anyway. it was too difficult to yeah, it'd be program too for it. Way too oh, much. shit. That's the sound of Andy. That is uh, I watched Andy. a little oh, movie on Netflix <laughs> last night called The Admiral. It's a relatively I've new. I've seen there. that up. Yeah, you seen that? I haven't seen it. I don't yet. know oh, the, the, the South Korean and the Japanese. Good Navy. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Right, wait, yeah. Okay, so what is the Admiral? It's just a uh, really cool foreign film about an ancient naval battle and the hard ass admiral who leads it. Hmm. It's a South Korean story of the South Korean uh, Navy admiral who uh, successfully opposed a Japanese naval invasion of yeah. South Korea. Oh wow. Yeah, it's a it's a underdog story. Like 10 to one or something. Yeah, they were yeah, they were like really that. outnumbered. Now, yeah. now Paul, I don't want to give it away. Do they have the turtle yeah. ships? That's the whole crux of the film. All right, I the whole see crux that. of the film is the turtle ships, and they don't. I'm not. I won't spoil. I'm, no, no, that's okay. Yeah, you'll see it. it. It's interesting because the turtle ships actually there's historic controversy because we're talking about like ironclads that are basically pre steam, uh, pre steam, pre gunpowder. But these are ships that were supposed to have been made to help oppose the Japanese. They have gunpowder in this. They do film. They do. Okay. Yes, there are cannon with gunpowder and. Well, it's pre steam then. Yes, it's pre steam. They still have oarsmen. Yeah. As far as driving the ships. And I've read. There. I've read people dispute. No, that never happened. Who and the there fuck are other knows? To do. But all to all say is it's it's a fun ride. It's a hmm. well shot nice. and a beautifully right. costumed right. show. So you're saying it's done well. I'm. It's done fucking. If it's well. done well, green yeah. light. <laughs> so I really enjoyed it. Uh, you got to throw on the old subtitles. You got to be in the of right course. mood for that sometimes. But. Uh, you know, I had to. It was, yeah, good. It was good. Oh, nice. shit. Oh, damn it. Fucking Here he fact comes. Check. Checking them facts. Check your wires. Yeah. Oh, check and your wires. by the way, the other Stay thing frosty. I did this uh, week <laughs> is witness me. 
He bought oh, the Mad Max it. Blue. I got it. Ray. Okay, everybody, it. everybody stand by. He's right, coming so through with a Fury little, Road. Well, yep. Talk about Fury Andy, Road. Andy's going through his own Fury yeah. Road right <laughs> now. <laughs> so many damn wires. He made it. <laughs> I know. It's like a little obstacle course. <laughs> he made it. And then we tied up your earphones. Come I on, saw, Andy. 30 <laughs> seconds. 29, I saw Mad Max. 28 yeah. uh, out there at the stores today. But I'm holding off. Because I know there's a four movie collection, the anthology. Yeah. I think that, is Target, it already released. Target had it. Target had okay. it. Okay. Anthology already. Oh shit! Well now I got to go to Target. Um, maybe. Although there's supposed to be that crazy collector's Imogen set with the mask. What? Oh, <gasps> it's nuts. I've not I, seen it. It was on. It was on Amazon for a minute. I'm sure it's gone. It was never even for pre-sale. Oh. I couldn't even pre-order it. Which mask? Max's mask or no? Emot uh, no. and Joe. Oh, Emot and Joe mask. Okay, it's cray cray. Uh, but I don't oh, think yeah. that uh, that Mediocre. set that set's probably not going to come out this year. Gotcha. So it's if coming. Ever. Maybe. 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 They might have run into some production problems, or the demand might have been so great they're like, "Oh shit, we gotta make more." Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, fact check Andy. Damn. What the hell? Yeah. Sorry guys. <laughs> I get kids. That'll yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. sometimes you happen. have other options. Did you say hug your kids? <laughs> I, 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 I got too. Oh, hug I got Andy's kids, everyone. Better hug your kids. 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 We find you. We find you. Go down to the park. Hug a random child. And just start hugging. Knock and see how far you get. Hug your wife. Hug your kids. We find you. We're going to find you. We're going to find you. Oh, God. What? Uh oh. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, go. Uh, one Joe. quick uh, shout out uh, for any of those uh, shock monkeys who are also scoops. Um, we just launched our scoop Patreon page this Very week. Very nice. And so you can go on there and give us some money and we'll give you some ridiculous bullshit. Very nice. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Good for you. Sell out. Did, did you mention the yeah. shout out that uh, 80s got at the uh, Landwalk Scoop thing? From uh, oh. did Ryer give him a shout out? No, when uh, somebody said something about the parking and the whole crowd went oh. wild. Well, really, the yes. parking the parking thing has transferred to the ice cream social as well. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, yeah. Because the three of us, they mm-hmm. stole your bit, Jeff. They took we did. my bit. The three of us, um, uh, Jacob, Matt, and myself. Ended up talking about Vegas parking for about ten minutes. Oh wow! Wow! And so people have given us no end of shit about our parking cast. Yeah, very nice. I mean, it's a unique situation in Vegas, and we were addressing the point of the paying downtown and right. why it hurts some of the uh, traffic that way. Mm-hmm. Well, it but, hurts the businesses down there too. Okay, oh, here yeah, we go. But we're not going to talk no. about the no, parking. No, yeah. I'm yeah. stopping it. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Jeff's got that parking bonus. <laughs> He's ready. You're right. Aren't you Put guys that glad away. I, Holy. Aren't you guys glad I came? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we caught some shit for that. Yeah. Gentlemen. What? Weekend Geek! Yay! Wow, no news we don't give a shit about. Two weeks no. in a row. Well, you know, there's something in here you're going to hate. Yeah. Someone's bound to. Most likely, sir. Well, there's also some news we're going to hate. I think the biggest news coming out of this week just happened today. Fans of Marvel Cinematic Universe know that Marvel Studios has plans that could stretch into 2028. Now Marvel Studios <laughs> has broken away from Marvel Entertainment. What? what? Yeah, what's going on here? Here it is. According to Hollywood Reporter, Marvel President Kevin Feige 
has pulled off a reorganization of the vaunted film company that has him reporting to Disney studio chief Alan Horn, as opposed to the infamously micromanaging Marvel Entertainment CEO, Isaac Perlmutter. Oh, Perlmutter's known for being real tight with the strings, being very secretive. But he, that's He's one of the good. guys. Yeah, this is actually a great thing. No, you think? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Fige is the architect of uh, Marvel's transition from f- flailing comic book company to the film powerhouse uh, that sold to Disney for $4 billion in 2009. Now, Fige's point of contract is based in Hollywood, but Marvel Television's Jeff Loeb will continue to report to Perlmutter, who works from New York. So what does this mean for fans of Cinematic Universe? If Fige reports to Disney while Loeb reports to Marvel, there could be some miscommunication, uh, especially with the TV stuff versus the movie stuff, Agents yeah. of S.H.I.E.L.D. and how that crosses over. So you're not going to be hurt by <laughs> it. I don't care. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. can go suck a dick. Because uh, so far, the TV and the films are aligned. will be fine on its own. Mm-hmm. It's a good show? Yes, it Okay, is. all right. But the but what's what what's great <laughs> I, I though? I need to see one of those episodes because it used to go from Fige to Perlmutter to Disney. Ah, so if Perlmutter kiboshed it, that's where it went. Now ah. Fige just answers to one person at Disney. Just to Disney. So now it's become more of his vision going forward without well, this purse tightening. Cutting out the middleman again. Damn it! Know, well, I don't know. but we'll hasn't see. this been? An effective and successful. I know it's like it's it's been great. Yeah, it has well, well, for, it example, for example, but it was Pearl Mutter that uh, replaced Terrence Howard, Howard with Don Cheadle, so you're going to have them to thank for that. But it was because of the, the purse strings on that. Fine, mm-hmm. but, the, but the, see, but that's a wise choice. But it's also, I think, you need a hardcore comic nerd. But he, but that's just, no, but, but that's, the, but that's just it. Pearl Mutter is, is not is in no way a comic nerd. Okay, well, he is he is a he is a business owner that's looking at purse strings only. All right, Fige has reportedly had to fight really, really, really hard to get the to good get stuff a lot of the stuff that you see on okay. screen now, on I'm, there. I'm and Pearl Mutter is a huge proponent of restrictions. Because, you know, you get that whole restrictions make you more creative, which I don't believe. No, it's true. Sometimes it's true. Well, they make a creative person more creative. Yes. Yes. So it's sort of like there's a lot of you can argue that it's been a good thing that promoters been there for Marvel. Yeah. Uh, you know, one example, and this is a gross exaggeration. Yeah, I know it's like the film equivalent of God winning Star Wars prequels. So... Yeah, there was no one to rein him in. Right. There was no one to say no. Now, I'm not going to say that about Fige because he definitely... I, he I, has creative chops. I totally believe that he is He's definitely the, right track, yeah. the heart and soul of Marvel Cinematic Universe success. But, you know, but. it's funny. Like, this is the same kind of thing. Did you hear about Notch crying? No. Oh, man. What's we crying about? Uh, being super rich. Oh, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Yeah, shit. So he's this is Primey for those of you who river. don't remember or don't know, uh Marcus Pearson, uh or person I guess, um, he's the creator of Minecraft, who sold Minecraft for four billion, something like that, or yeah. three billion to oh, Microsoft. Billions. Uh and wow. this week he went on a Twitter sad face tirade oh, no. about how the money has made him isolated. He's never felt more alone. But he was and that way he before, feels like, too, wasn't dude, he? I know. Yeah, he's, he's always been a recluse. Can't change, can't change the tiger stripes. But uh, he also feels like there's no uh, there's no parity anymore between him and any other person because the money difference just makes things bizarre. There's no way for him to really interact. And a lot of, a lot of wealthy so, people say that. Yeah, and he feels like uh, he's I'm got, so sorry. He's got so much <laughs> money now 
that there's no reason for him to push forward and he's lost that drive. You know what? It's not hard to fix that situation. I know. It's like there's, a lot of, there's a lot of charitable organizations that will give you their drive right yeah, there's back. There's the Give to Kirsten Fund. Well, there's the Give to Andy Fund. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, like totally, I totally see it. I totally see it. But I, I wouldn't I get, get on it. Twitter and say yeah. it. I might write a memoir. But I wouldn't put it up on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Memoir. Poor yeah. me. I'm <laughs> so rich I can't connect with anyone. Where? What? The Twitter memoir is not covering the uh, the territory, not telling the full story? My Twitter memoir. Talking about first world problems. Jesus. I'm sorry. Well, I'll you heard the story about the man who got everything he ever wanted. Dollars. He lived happily ever after. Ah. Who do you dare to ride an elevator up in the sky wow. with your old grandpa? Suck this guy's dick. <laughs> Suck his dick. I, I'm, I'm really you glad they, they cut that song from the movie. Yeah. Your dreams come true. That's like Suck Paul's version of Andy. Suck his dick. Suck his dick. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> 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 the clearest day. Yeah. It'd be easier if. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's important to get pronounced right. <laughs> It'd be easier if. The weird if. part is... That's why they never made Charlie in the Great Glass Elevator. That's right. (laughs) Or or Charlie in the Glass Table. (laughs) They made that one. They made that one. That's the song I was singing. Do you dare to fly out of the roof? So kiss me. That was early. Did you like this before I got here? (laughs) No. No, it's all your fault. Yeah, it's you. It's you. It's you, man. Hmm. We were just going to sit and talk about geeky shit until you showed up, Andy. (laughs) (laughs) Way to derail things there, man. (laughs) I can just imagine Notch shooting himself through a glass elevator (laughs) into the sky. (laughs) Just singing? (laughs) Singing. Looking wistful. Oh. <laughs> if you dream and get your dreams come true, what will you do? All your dreams are real. So Christine, so look out for the people in the Apparently it's something about the Twitter feed you didn't tell us. Your own grandpa is there. So It is easier. <laughs> <laughs> Lionsgate is partnering with Marvel Studios founder Avi Arad to adapt the video game Borderlands into a big-budget sci-fi film. Ooh. The first game hit the shelves in 2009, spawned a handful of sequels in the years since. The game itself set on an alien planet where several different factions are vying for an ancient vault filled with alien weapons. Users play as an explorer on a mission to find the mysterious vault. In a statement, Arad noted the game features... Quote, unique story-driven narrative energy and rich multidimensional characters, unquote, which should translate well to the big screen. Lionsgate Motion Picture Group co-chairs uh, Rob Friedman and Patrick Weisberger said they've conceived the project as a tent pole for a global audience, meaning big budget and a big bet for box office glory. I uh, will only be interested in this if Ashley Birch gets to be Tiny Tina and is prominently featured. I love the Borderlands series. Mostly because I, I love those characters. That yeah, are I don't. Borderlands does nothing for me. Didn't do nothing for you. I bought Borderlands 2 
And you just like, nope. Uh, no. I had Borderlands. They just don't do anything for me. I don't know what it is. Uh, well, one of it's the, the lootness of it. That yeah, I don't like loot games. I love Yeah, loot so there games, you go. So that's it. But but I really enjoy the characters. The, the humor really struck me good. Mm-hmm. There's rarely a game where a crate or a barrel goes untouched when Torgo's uh, playing. Right. They are my biggest nemesis. So, and I've, you know what? I haven't given Tales from the Borderlands its due yet, but I hear that's great. The Telltale Games the, adventure. Uh, sequel, prequel? Uh, not the sequel, prequel. The uh, the actual adventure game that Telltale oh, put the, out. Oh, okay. So I haven't it, seen, I haven't played that one either. So, yes, I'm very on board with this idea. Whether it'll be done right, who knows, but if it's done well, green light. And, of course, the news that absolutely boshed my brain, uh, Wes Craven, famed yeah. writer-director of horror films like Nightmare on Elm Street and Scream movies, died Sunday after a battle with brain cancer. He was 76. Craven, whose iconic Freddy Krueger character horrified viewers for years, died at his home in Los Angeles. Did we know about the battle of brain cancer? Didn't. No. Did I don't think not. anybody in fact, knew. We have been reporting for a good while, even over the last year, about projects that he was on board to write, produce, direct. I was going to say, it felt like it came out of left field. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it literally took me completely by surprise when I read it. Yeah, that, yeah, that was gobsmacking. In fact, I had people texting me in, on Facebook going, hey, is this a real story? Right. Yeah. That's sad. I, it's, I at, my first reaction was like, "Is this another one of those like Morgan Freeman is dead kind of stories?" That's where what it's it felt like. like when it I first... mean, yeah, literally, that's what I thought. I was like, "There's no way he's dead." I mean, the guy was just working on you know project whatever, and then then yeah, I saw that that it was confirmed, and I was just like, "Wow, this is this is a big huge part of you know our youth." I mean, like everybody in this room is the rumor true that he is donating his skeleton to a dark house. Hot dad, I don't know. <laughs> Cue crickets. <laughs> that wasn't me. I think he's going to be in the next Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Right. He's just going to pop out. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of my favorite parts in Jan Silent Bob. Shush, God damn it, Andy. Yeah, my 80s caught your stammer. He's got your stroke today. Like so. twice yeah. now I've Your stammered. wallet is very wet right Mesh. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of my Andy's <laughs> wallet is wet. My wallet's always wet. Oh. oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, that's one of my favorite. You gotta parts. shake it before you put it back in, Andy. <laughs> but Wes Craven's Five Nights at Freddy's is a whole different thing, right? Yeah. But yeah, in Jane Silas, Bob Strike Back, <laughs> Chad and Doherty pulls the hood off of the the monkey, and she's like, "God damn it, Wes!" And he goes, "I'm busy," and he's just in there counting his money. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Said I'm busy." <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Sorry, you just got to reset my brain with that one a little bit. There you go. Here, let's rephrase it. Is it, baby? Now I got it. There you go. So, so we miss Wes Craven. Yeah. Absolutely. He's contributed so much to who I am, quite yeah. frankly. Right. I mean, that's true. Half of this. A yeah. lot of, yeah, a lot of our formative years. You got, were, a, you got a fuck ton of Freddy stuff. I do. We're I, shaped more by Freddy his, than anything. I shaped by his creative things. stuff up there. Projects. <laughs> Wes Craven's swamp, swamp thing way Andy up, reaches way deep into his ass that and pulls it out That was on Netflix for a minute It was For a hot minute mm-hmm. I watched about five minutes of it again I went oh yeah That's <laughs> a hot minute <laughs> Oh yeah this one It was rough they weren't, they weren't all winners No Is that the one with Heather Locklear Again, again 
The great creative types have some real flops. They do. Dracula 2000. Yeah. Right? Uh, Cradle of Rapes or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Is that the one the pit? No, you missed it. You weren't here <laughs> earlier. But, uh, but uh, we got to let, uh, let creative types get creative and get nutty. Yeah. i tell you what I have been enjoying. I've been going back and watching a bunch of the trauma stuff that's on Netflix. Okay. Oh, oh God, that's a good yeah. time. Class of Nukem High. Oh, yeah. So that's good. true classic trauma, right? It's really there. good. Yeah. I mean, it's not good. Yeah, but no. it's really awesome. not good in an awesome way. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's so bad. It's good. It is terrible and fantastic. Yeah, the first <laughs> Toxic <laughs> Avenger. <laughs> it's good stuff. Vintage boobs. God, real the... boobs. You're like, oh, yeah. that's a real lady's boobs. That's not plastic craziness. No, those it's... are boobs. Which I mean, it's not like you can't see that on the internet every time you turn on the internet. Sure. How, what was but the... in a movie. What was the chicken <laughs> on the TV? On the TV, right? What was the the, the, the zombie wild. chicken one that they did recently? Oh um, God, uh, poultry guys, uh, poultry guys, yeah. yeah. That one actually had me laughing my ass off because it was just, it was like, okay, we're gonna do another trauma film, and not only are we gonna do it trauma style over the top, we're gonna go really over the top, and it just. Sure. It had it tickled my funny bone in ways I can't. Romeo tell you. and Juliet. Yeah, yeah. The Toxic I mean, I Avenger. Toxic Avenger the is still toxic one of my favorites. Avenger favorite. is crazy. Fact well, they just get crazy. The K. fact that that shit got made into a children's cartoon. Oh, that still blows my mind yeah. to this day. The nuttiest story. It really does. Yeah, that I I. Well, they saw Again, the it success broke my of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, man. <laughs> well, and Cannibal the Musical, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. I that was a trauma. I can't picture. believe they made a cartoon out of that either. No, no, no. Oh, I was just, <laughs> I'm just saying that is another trauma picture that people don't realize that that's, right. you know, the, the little end chime at the very end of the South Park. The dun, 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 yeah. well, that is the, the theme song in Cannibal the Musical. That, sure. is, that is the tune that they use. So they kept that, of course, for uh, their... Spadoinkle. But, but the, yeah. the fact that Toxic Avenger was a cartoon is like, yeah, that makes as much sense as making a Nightmare on Elm Street cartoon. Yeah, it really doesn't make any sense. They at made all. a Rambo cartoon. They that did. is true. They yeah. did. Oh, that Rambo cartoon! <laughs> a very neutered Rambo in that so fucking stupid. cartoon. <laughs> it was uh, so stupid. What's, what's funny in my brain conflates that with the Mr. T cartoon. So I see those characters going back and forth, <laughs> hanging out together. Man, there's a lot of really <laughs> shit, crazy over. cartoons on uh, on net, on uh, YouTube now. The Street Fighter cartoon is a must watch. You got to see it. If you haven't seen Street Fighter cartoon, because it's terrible. Too. I just I've never understood like when you take an R-rated movie and you try to turn that into a property that's a cartoon for children. Yeah, it just it, it boggles my mind. Are there any others that come to mind? Well, well, ever we worked. already said Rambo. Double, we double already Dragon. said uh, d- d- Double Dragon. Double Dragon is is a sh- the shittiest cartoon. Man, it's so shitty. Uh, RoboCop is a terrible cartoon. That's yeah. right. That RoboCop was, was another. Robo- I was just going to say RoboCop. They did a, they did that a they lot did when two we were cartoons. kids. When we were kids, it was really confusing because they make all these R-rated properties yeah. into children's fare, but and then we, we like we want to see the movie. But with RoboCop, they <laughs> not like, only made one cartoon ah! series, they did two, and the second one was just bonkers. Like there's a scene where he's wearing like a fucking Hawaiian shirt over his armor, and it's all goofball, and I'm like, what the fuck is this i don't know that sounds like something what the we'd write fuck is this yeah. <laughs> i'd like but to yeah, see andy um, draw that murphy yeah. goes I'm, I'm on sure vacation. we could i'm sure we could name several Hello. others but yeah it just it, better alive it's give it's, me a lay i'm like what <laughs> hey yo what studio exec goes well this is something that appealed to adults let's make it for children well, now there were toys How for are we gonna but the do stuff that? did appeal so to kids Avengers. I had a bunch of it was an r rating but there was the hypocrisy of we know that kids are going to see this 
We know that this is big with kids. Mm-hmm. We know we're aiming this shit with kids. We're talking about like Nightmare. Sure. And it's like that shit was aimed at the less than 18 crowd. I have a bunch of toys from the 80s. Freddy Krueger from Toys R Us. Right. Mm-hmm. I thought the 80, yeah. the uh, Brokeback Mountain cartoon was incomprehensible. It's, well... <laughs> it, they ran out of stories. Well, you had fact. discovered yourself yet, Andy. That's they had to put them in Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. terrible. Well, they ran out of ideas to explain why the, the two guys Hawaiian kept going shirts. in the tent and then <laughs> disappearing for disappearing for ages. I just can't quit Oahu. It was it was a version of the Wonder there Twins when it came down to it. There was like ten minutes of us staring at the tent, nothing going on. <laughs> Wasn't there a Brady Bunch cartoon at one point too? Yeah, there was. Cartoons. Was there? Yeah, there's a lot of crazy cartoons. <laughs> there is. A lot. I'm gonna have to look that one up, but I'm pretty sure I remember seeing a Brady Bunch cartoon and going. I remember the this? Brady Bunch Variety Hour. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, yeah. I remember the Punky Brewster cartoon, which was just bizarre the as Gary all. Coleman show. Gilligan's <laughs> Island. <laughs> that cartoon. Yeah, that where one he was too. An yeah. Angel. Yeah, that was oh, like that's they did right. A, I think they did a crossover with the Punky Brewster. It was the same animation company, I think, or Hanna Barbera, maybe. Yeah, I that, think you're right. That Gary Coleman thing was weird. He was an angel, and it was that kind of like uh, Highway to Heaven with Gary Coleman. Is that, is that Bungie? Was that from Bungie? Bungie was in Punky Brewster. That's what I thought. Yeah. That's what I thought. Bungie was in Punky yep. Brewster. The Brady Kids, the nineteen seventies Saturday era morning cartoon series. Yeah. Wow. Right, right about the that. same time as Gilligan's Island in Space. There was a WWE that cartoon. That one was bizarre too. I think. Yeah. Well, Superfly I, was in that. Too. He was murdering murderer. people. Murderer. <laughs> murderer. He's a murderer. He's who tripped that girl in the opening. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Allegedly, no. No, he did. He was arrested for it. I think that's. <laughs> oh, allegedly, uh, alleg- right? no, arrested for it. We still have to say allegedly, dude. Oh boy, this yeah. country. Protect the show. This, co- the show. this country and their fucking <laughs> laws. No. <laughs> Suppressing speech. Okay, here's another weird thing on this Brady Kids cartoon. Oh wow! Said He's the digging. the filmation series also spun off a. Cartoons st- called Mission Magic, starring rock star Rick Springfield. Oh yeah, I've seen the uh, credits of that. Well, wow. I've seen the Rick Springfield it's, cartoon. It's Mission Magic, it's, and, I, and I believe the cartoon you were thinking of is Gilligan's Planet, not Gilligan, That's it, uh, Gilligan's yeah. Planet. Yep. Get your facts here on Gilligan Star. Fact check. No, 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 <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm stupid. <laughs> you get credit for <laughs> not, not remembering the title. It's not edited. Yeah. Except for that part. Yeah, the. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. He didn't say sense. sorry. I'm stupid. He was like, oh, sorry. There have been rumblings of a Galaxy Quest revival for a while. Now the project has apparently found a home. Amazon Prime. No, it's going to be Netflix. Boo Earns. Entertainment Weekly reports the 1999 cult hit (laughs) has landed at Amazon after being shopped around to several different suitors by Paramount. The streaming streaming service has tapped the film's co-writer, Robert Gordon, to write and produce, along with the film's director, Dean Parasot. Also back behind the camera. That's a good bit. Executive producers Mark Johnson and Melissa Bernstein also set to return. That's all we know. Hooray! So more hey. Galaxy Quest. Never so, give up. Could be worse. Could, Never surrender. Could have gone somewhere on television. So yes. I got to get Amazon Prime along with Hulu and then Netflix. And now I'm back to my $103 Cox bill. Yeah. Son of a bitch! <laughs> no, you're not. Come on. <laughs> Nobody's going to pay $103 for that. No, what? seriously. 
It's It'd be just easier if you sucked Andy's dick. It's not even like... <laughs> like HBO Go, then I got to get this. I mean, I to have that, the internet plus that. a couple of channels, it's still around 80 bucks, but it's nowhere near the 150 Well, I've, I've seen a few cord cutters that are now starting to go. Between the four subscriptions I got to have and the cable bill, I'm paying about what I did for cable before. Well, I mean, so they're not... They I'm still on the fence away with about... Yeah, yeah, I'm still on <laughs> the fence about what to do going forward here, but... Uh, I just keep buying yeah. DVDs, and then one day I can cut the cable completely and just watch what i have on dvd yeah but don't you have both hulu and netflix right mm-hmm. now yeah which you have now. to have has anybody watched sensei yet nope. since eight no, no. I, i've had it in my queue and i just i don't think about it when i go on the it's it's compelling i'm about halfway through it I, I, so i've I just, i've discovered i don't know about anybody else but i've discovered with netflix once something goes in my queue it sits there to die because <laughs> I start, going, I, I start going through and saying, oh, what's in the new releases? And then, okay, what's in the recently added? Like, oh, play. Mm-hmm. That's, and, and then I, I forget about the 15 things I've got in my queue that, that I'm like. That you really want to see. 15? That's it? 15? I got like 100. I was yeah. just throwing out a random number. But yeah, that, was, that random number is nowhere near reality. <laughs> no, it's, it's what probably What the fuck kind below. of random is that anyway? <laughs> Truly random. Oh. <laughs> After making name for himself with The Maze Runner, Wes Ball has signed on to tackle the Norse that epic. That movie is corny. Is it? That'd be a corn maze. Maze. Thing. God damn it. God wow. Damn it. You <laughs> walked see, into that you with your dick on. sticking out and everything. I am reading. When the Indians first I was reading. <laughs> you call corn maze. You, call, you, you people call it corn. That's right. You call it corn. I call it corn. You call right. it maze. And then you're right. During the Halloween time, they do a corn maze. We don't going to give you that one. And you get yeah, lost. No, but that- you call that a maze maze. It goes, hey. it goes against the grain. <laughs> oh, grain. Corn is a grain. Hey. <laughs> West Ball has signed on to tackle the Norse epic Fall of Gods for 20th Century Fox. Master Torgo today will be played by Special Torgo. <laughs> set to direct the crowdfunded illustrated novel. There is no evidence of horn helmets in Vikings. The, the more you know. Fall of Gods as a massive fantasy epic. Story is set in a fantasy realm with humans and a race called Jotnar. Jotnar! <laughs> Comes from the Nordic word meaning ugly fucking thing. Jotnar. That's a Jotnar I just shit out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just your kid is a jotnar. So is this your more oxygen deprived astronaut? <laughs> <laughs> like like he's he's had far less oxygen oh, than the last time. What's that time. guy's name? This, Bill this what? A, this is his oxygen. You do this every right time. <laughs> what's his name? I don't know what I'm The oxygen deprived astronaut. Come on, Andy, so look at hard up. for me to wait, remember. Wait, 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 what's this? Oh, easy. Oh, oh, holy shit. Die. Andy's going to the notepad. <laughs> He actually takes notes during it's Bill the show. Something. Yeah, no, I don't know what that character. That character was uh, was just slow Viking. That's slow Viking. He's Slovakian. <laughs> Slovakian. <laughs> Slovakian. <laughs> All right, I like that. Yeah, check on the Slovakian. Slovakian. <laughs> the plot centers on a warrior named Valley. Like the Valley. Like for sure, I'm a Viking. 
Totally gross me, gag me with a spoon. Th- this will make you excited there, uh, flip-floppy man. <laughs> the original book's concept designer, Rasmus Berggren, is working with Hitman video game writer Michael ah, Voigt to develop the script. Oh, but it's the video game writer, not yeah, the movie okay. writer. There you go, there you go, there you go. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Here's the original synopsis for the book. For years, he has lived far from society, tending to his farm and trying to forget the battles he fought. Oh, this is the opening of Kingdom Come. And the crimes right. he committed. Whoops. But oh, one, hey, there's the Zack Snyder's Kingdom Come. <laughs> but it's unforgiven. But one day, his love it disappears. His love? His love disappears. Like the woman he loves or his and he sense must, of love? <laughs> he, must set, he must set out they to find mojo. her. Oh, don't have any love. <laughs> it's disappeared. He will once again what have happened to, f- to my love? There you go. He yeah. will once again, there you go. He ha- will once again have to face the creatures of Jotunheim. These Jotunheimers. And the, Jotunheim. And the Jotunheim. powerful Esir. Jotunheim. What the hell? <laughs> Jotunheim? I, I say love Jotunheim it. Jotunheim versus Vornheim. <laughs> Suddenly, the man he thought he had buried deep down inside has risen to the surface oh, once more. I like that part. And There's he, zombies? And he yeah. comes seeking vengeance. Talk about Brokeback Mountain. There you go. <laughs> I buried a man deep down inside. <laughs> you didn't bury it deep down inside a it's man? It's coming back. And he's oh. arisen. He's arisen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Vortenheim. Vortenheim. Woo, Vortenheim. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Oh, it's right and pressing up against my foot <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's the best part. Broke I back d- Viking. I just broke my foot and I'm in. As the Hollywood Reporter notes, the move is obviously one part new hey fantasy there, project. I'm the Hollywood Reporter, the only one. Cha 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 cha. And one part. What's hot on the streets? And one part ensuring ball stays locked in. What about his balls? What's going on? I didn't think you were going to make it through that torgo. No wonder he lost his love. Ladies and gentlemen, the magic word's balls. He got ball locked. They're in a Valkyrie's purse. Valkyrie's purse. One part ensuring ball stays locked in. (laughs) You can't finish it. All right, guys. If he does, if he fails on the third one, take a drink. Well, I'm locked now because I'm balls deep in Vordheim. And- <laughs> yes, Torgo. Ball stays locked in at Fox. Yeah! Locked in a Fox. What? You gotta finish your drink on what that one, Fox. He's locked in a fuck box. The Brokeback Viking cartoon is even weirder. <laughs> Strange. He turned it the lowest budget Maze Runner into a legitimate franchise. The studio wants to keep him around for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and so badly they keep his balls locked. Yeah. Up. Fucking keep, Maze Runner. Ball stays locked in at Fox. Lionsgate recently announced they will be bringing the Emperor series of novels written by Con E. Goulden to the big screen. Here's a synopsis given by Deadline, who broke the news. Emperor is the first in what could be a trilogy of films about the rise of Julius Caesar and his best friend and eventual mortal enemy, Marcus Brutus. Emperor will be based on the first two books, written by Egluden, The Gates of Rome and The Field of Swords, that establish the relationship between Caesar, the great military leader, and Marcus, the great fighter from boyhood. 
The books cover their rise to the top of the Roman Empire and the political and romantic engagements that culminate in their fatal encounter at the floor of the Roman Senate. The final novel covers the revenge taken on Caesar's murderers by Octavius and Mark Antony. In the first film, Julius and Marcus bond at boyhood and grow into warriors who become politically ambitious and powerful enough to be regarded as threats by the establishment. Boyhood? Caesar was older than Brutus. That's one of those <laughs> friendships that are kind of questionable by the general populace. Yeah. yeah it was Rome. Not, not much was questionable back then. Yeah. When in Rome. <laughs> yeah. Just ask a Fox commentator. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> And Patrick Osborne has been hired to direct a film adaptation of Paul Pope's graphic novel, Battling Boy. Anybody know this? No, don't know this that one. one. Uh, here's the synopsis of the comic. Monsters roam through Arcopolis, swallowing children into the horrors of their shadowy underworld. <sighs> Only one man is a match for them. The genius vigilante Haggard West. Unfortunately, Haggard West is dead. Oh, snap. Uh, Arcopolis is desperate, but when its salvation comes in the form of a 12-year-old demigod... Nobody's more surprised than Battling Boy himself. Paramount has been working on this project since 2008 when it was attached to Brad Pitt's Plan B production company. Brad Pitt's paying a 12-year-old? That's weird. Well, you, you gotta have hobbies. Your man's versatile. Give him some credit. What's in the box? <laughs> what is it? And Michael B. Jordan is in negotiations to star in the action comedy Blood Brothers, which is based on the Dark Horse comic of the same name. Comic is a spin-off on the vampire genre, follows two undead pals who are tasked with saving the world. Here's that official synopsis from the comic. After a friend century of friendship, smoking opium with Genghis Khan, and having orgies in Michelangelo's studio. Is that what happened in there? Wow. <laughs> two inseparable vampire buddies are on the verge of splitting up. <laughs> I can't separate from you. I'm locked in your Vorheimen. <laughs> Broke back Viking. Brokeback Broke Vampire. Transylvania. Hey, why don't we go back to my place? There's a lot less blood turds. <laughs> oh, blood turds. <laughs> there it is. Oh, my. Oh, blood turds is right. Oh, blood turds. <laughs> oh, I couldn't <laughs> wait the for musical. them to make a comeback. Oh, <laughs> well, it's the truth, right? It's the, blood the, turds is the ultimate truth. It's the inescapable <laughs> ultimate truth. What do vampires eat? Blood. Blood. <laughs> Where does it go? Uh, Into they, their bloodstream? So they just swell up like a tick? I don't no. know. No. They blood turd. No. <laughs> they poop out blood turds. They sweat it out. Yeah, they sweat it out. Vampires are cold to but, the but touch. The, but the vampires don't eat flesh. They drink blood. Right. When you've drank so a lot of pee. Pepsi, you pee. don't poop Pepsi. But blood is different from Pepsi. Thicker than water. It is it different is than, than, than water. <laughs> no, blood blood would congeal up and be a solid, and you'd poop out a blood oh, turd. There you go, see? Is that how it works? Uh, no. no. <laughs> oh, what back, in my, what back in my blood Kirsten. drinking days, what happens yes, when you eat happened. a bunch of blood? Yeah, Kirsten. You got to understand, Paul's part of the coagulation nation. <laughs> Wow, Andy walked. actually like fucking said that. I, know, I actually understood. That was a I'm minefield like, waiting to happen, and how he just he walked it? right through it. What I, have, what I, have I like how he's trying to apply real physiological processes this, to what, a fantasy character. <laughs> I'm just letting you know, vampires shit out blood turds. <laughs> well, you know, we should probably f uh, find out from somebody that works at a zoo, Andy. Um, 
Why are there vampires there? No, didn't vampire didn't, didn't bats. Your brother work at the zoo, right? Yeah, I bet you. <laughs> I was just gonna say <laughs> a vampire bat has to have some kind of waste disposal issue. Is, the, so is that is that what, all they what eat? Do they? I'll check. That's, that's <laughs> all right. We're gonna find out. Check Andy. Be, He's on that's it. That's what would be good to know. That's why I said talk to it. Stay tuned. That, that would be able shock. to find out. Our blood turds real. And Jeff, we know you're not listening, but. Oh, and Paul, Paul's not going to wait. He's on the Googles. What are you oh, talking about? Shit. I'm not listening. I'm actively engaged Jeff in Jeff Taylor, Andy's brother. Oh, yes. okay. <laughs> <laughs> not anything's about you, Jeff. Zookep, Beastmaster Jeff. Jeff. Jeffrey with one F, Jeff. Beastmaster Jeff. Beastmaster <laughs> Jeff. Jeff. Like that's, his, that's his podcast. Nice. Uh, going back to the vampire buddies, terrible timing as an apocalypse-obsessed villain is plotting to end humanity. Looks like Nick and Tree... That's their names. Immortal Nick and Tree. Nick or, and Tree. Or Trey. Tre- says Tree. Two work. There's no. There's okay. All right. Okay. There's First, two I believe you. There's two First E's. thing. Do vampires poop? Ask, ask science fiction on Reddit. No. Oh, Reddit. Uh, oh, great. Uh, yeah. Okay. Right. The so this is authority. clearly experts. <laughs> yeah. Here we go, guys. My dietitian wife insists that no, vampires do not poop. She's also moderately miffed at me for playing devil's advocate against her medical opinion and or not quite understanding what the hell she's talking about. (laughs) Blood is mostly water, amino acids, and basic fatty acids, plus actual blood cells. Due to the nature of blood circulating in a normal, non-vampirized human, all of its components need to be broken down into extremely small components so they can travel throughout the body and interact on a cellular level. So there are no macronutrients in pure blood. Whatever method these vampires are using to feed themselves, they must be synthesizing their required nutrients from the micronutrients in the blood. She figures that when drinking blood, that blood is pretty much automatically absorbed directly into the vampire's bloodstream, and then the digestion process would not be involved at all because the nutrients are already broken down into their basic components. So I was right. They, don't they would poop. not generate yeah. any gastric secretions because they would not be ingesting anything that needed to be broken down by the stomach or absorbed into the intestines. On a side note, she is also apparently amazed that I am not a virgin. <laughs> uh... As are we all. There you go. Uh, here we have some uh, some follow-ups. Oh, boy. Do vampires have anuses? Because that's why I wouldn't let this kid invade a vampire's anus in this RPG, right? Sorry? I was, I was, what? G- what? I was GMing, and his character was an anus shade with the power to possess and control they the anuses to, of people. They need pe- to stop getting those PDFs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anuses uh, of people and animals. Man. I stumbled upon the game of rape PDF. <laughs> uh, they get... <laughs> God they Almighty! Control the anuses of people and animals. I need to play in this guy's game. Uh, <laughs> and I figured that vampires don't have anuses. A vampire's anus is present but non-working, like a network card without the appropriate driver. Men's, men's wow, nip- you're the biggest dork on earth. Men's and you're nipples. DMing an RPG with an uh, with an anus shade. <laughs> I wouldn't imagine they do since they only intake a liquid. I would imagine they take long and frequent bloody pisses, though. Uh-oh. Pretty sure you can still poop on liquid-only diets. For example, you say you only ate vegetable or chicken broth for a week? You'd poop. It may not be solid poop, but it's still poop. I'm no biologist, but I can assume that a vampire could possibly build up enough plasma or platelets and poop them out. Maybe only once in a good while, though. So only Is this poop a Fox plasma News or place Like once a year, they just dominate a toilet. Sounds horrifying. <laughs> so having been on a liquid diet before, I can confirm this. <laughs> I so almost forgot to mention you wouldn't like me on April. When everything 14th. going into your body is diffused in the bloodstream, you don't poop. I only have to remove a few grams of fiber from my system per week. Hmm. 
<laughs> Where's wow, this going? Now? That stopped Paul. <laughs> See, Paul well, is falling you know down what? its weird it rabbit on the hole. Vampires. With if they actually drink the blood and process it, then yes. But some cannons use blood by kind of absorbing it and its power. It's used up when they're in the vampire powers and there's no waste matter to express. I highly recommend the Strain series by Guillermo del Toro and Chuck Logan. Lots of vampire poop. Lots and lots of it. <laughs> Man, I really like the first two books in that series. No, I Peter's out in later episodes, though. I just wanted to upvote vampire poop. (laughs) I can think of nothing better to upvote. (laughs) So what happens when they eat real food? Oh, this is continuing. I've seen them eat something for show or because they wanted to taste something. When shadowing the Nosferatu, they always seem to eventually regurgitate anything consumed. Welcome to the new Reading the Internet (laughs) podcast. Today we choose Reddit. It's Reddit, not read it. it, 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 It is going. I yeah. love it. What, I love what it. internet articles do you want us to read? Write to us. <laughs> Comments at OglyCowShow.com. Paul, fall down this rabbit hole in your own time and sum it up later. Although I am Jesus. very curious but as to this goes. Do Welcome female vampires menstruate? Podcast. Can male vampires ejaculate during sex? If so, what? Daywalkers. <laughs> I now long for the time I may have super clean butt sex with a vampire due to no poop. <laughs> <laughs> that deserves a Reddit gold star this, right that, there. That, that was a rabbit hole I'm happy oh, wow. I found. <laughs> rabbit hole? <laughs> Thank you for enlightening us. Uh, just butthole, I guess, not rabbit hole. It was more hole. like a bottomless Next week on Brokeback Nosferatu. Oh, boy. <laughs> NBC has committed, well, maybe this goes along the same lines as what we were talking about, producing a pilot for Brides. A modern take on The Brides of Dracula. Oh, good God. Who appeared in everything from Bram Stoker's original novel to their own Hammer horror film. From writer Alberto Aguara Sacasa, chief creator, officer of Archie Comics. Got you, you. everyone's up. And Arrow producer Greg Berlanti, who seems to make it every week. Described as a gothic soap drama... The series will explore what might have happened if the brides had never been killed by Van Helsing and survived to the present day and reimagine the events of Dracula with a trio of strong, diverse female leads. The series is the second project of Aguare Sacasa and Berlani have teamed up for in the small screen thus far, the other being Riverdale, the Archie comic series. Uh, his past TV experience includes Big Love and Glee, and his experience with horror characters extends to everything from the Carrie remake to the hit comic series Afterlife with Archie. I think that's true. I don't think uh, Stoker ever addresses the issue of the sisters or the brides. They didn't die in the book? Uh, in the book, I don't I don't know if they go after... Oh, boy, it's been a while. And I've seen so many goddamn Dracula movies, it gets right. blurred as it does. which is what. It really does. But I, I, right offhand, I don't remember them going after... Well, th- this know. series is going to explore that. So this show is Twilight Termed? Could be. Okay. Who nearly knows? No no idea where this is landing. Oh, it's wait. NBC. That's where it's landing. Yeah. All so, right. So it's not the CW, so it's got to be a four-long... So it might not suck? <laughs> no promises. So Berlanti's going to have comic properties on CBS yes. and CW. Yes. And now a Supernatural series on NBC. Yes. That's crazy. Man's taking over the television. He's, well, you know, he's he's the hot producer right now. There what you was go. the name of the producer behind Lost? Uh, well, you had Abrams was the the ultimate producer, but okay. it was pri- primarily run by Carlton Coos and um, uh, shoot, 
forgetting the other guy's That's name. That's the guy I'm trying to think of. The other yeah. guy. Yeah, shoot. <laughs> the other guy. <laughs> that's the guy. The, the, the co-writer of a lot of different films. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, <laughs> that guy. Why can't I think co-wrote of that? It. He co-wrote the it. The pressure is on. Yeah, he's, he's in there. He's digging deep. One Ooh. of J.R.R. Tolkien's earliest stories is being published for the masses. It's called The Story of Colervo. The oh, yeah. manuscript was started by Tolkien while he was still in college at Oxford. Is David based- Lindelof. That's the one. <laughs> That's, That's the one. J.R.R. Tolkin is the current Lindelof. Lindelof. And it based on the Finnish epic poem, The Kalevala. That, it's the epic that inspired Tolkien's interest in legends. He once called the work The Germ that would eventually lead him to create the Lord of the Wings trilogy. The oh, Lord boy, I'm wings. stopping now. <laughs> the Lord of the Wings. <laughs> <laughs> and the various other works that make up his Middle Ages saga. It's... It's a peek into the development of Tolkien as a writer and his middle, processes. Middle Ages saga? Middle Earth saga. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I thought there was something of, else I was missing. Okay. Sounds like a bunch of lisping 45-year-olds. Well, he, he was middle-aged. That's what I was going and saw one. <laughs> I was going and saw one. No, I got I a divorce like, and I bought a motorcycle. Sounds like steam escaping. Bilbo and Frodo made an hour gone. <laughs> Mailwedge is very well done. And is technically unfinished. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Here's the official description for the story Calervo, son of Calervo, Calervo and Calervo, is perhaps the darkest and most tragic of all J.R.R. Tolkien's characters. Hapless Calervo, as Tolkien called him, is a luckless orphan boy with supernatural powers and a tragic destiny. Brought up in the homestead of the dark magician, Untamo. Hope this description is going to kill me. Untamo. You know, Untamo, I was a vampire and I didn't poop. Who killed his father, kidnapped his mother, and tried three times to kill him when still a boy. Calervo is alone, save for the love of his twin sister, Wanona. Oh, what? yeah. And guarded by the magical powers of the black dog, Musti. Oh, for the love hey, of this Winona. has YA written all over it. <laughs> when Calervo is sold into slavery, he swears revenge on the magician, but he will learn soon that even at the point of vengeance, there is no escape from the cruelest of fates. This has fan fiction porn written all over it. <laughs> A previous version was huh? published in 2010's Tolkien Studies Volume 7, but this new release marks the first time it's been available to the general public to read. Calervo and Calervo. Yeah. Don't get them confused. Fighting no. the dark magician? Yep. You've activated my trap card. I mean, the, the whole enslaved as a kid, boy, Tolkien ripped off Oliver Stone's Conan. It's so obvious. Obviously. Right. Goddamn hack. Damn it. <laughs> Warner Brothers has signed on Poltergeist remake uh, director Gil Keenan to take the reins of a live-action Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Uh, Gil Keenan, whose prior work includes the Steven Spielberg and Robert Zemeckis-produced animated film Monster House, and the adaptation of the young adult novel City of Ember, will direct the film and co-write the script alongside Tyler Burden Smith. Smith is known for his writing work on video games, such as Prototype 2, Sleeping Dogs, and the upcoming Remedy action title Quantum Break. So Five Nights at Freddy's getting its film due. You know, you mentioned Poltergeist there, the reboot. Yeah. I have never seen Poltergeist 3 all the way through. Oh, I'm And so it was bored. on the other night, so I watched it all the way through. It's an abomination. God damn, that is a horrible film. 
I mean, it's not just bad. It is really, really bad. Well, it doesn't help when their lead actress dies in the middle of it. Well, she died after they did the principal photography. Mm -hmm. She died between uh, ending of that and they were doing reshoots. Right. So they weren't able to do the reshoots because they completely changed the ending, apparently. Well, let's face it. It's Poltergeist screwed the pooch after yeah. the first movie. The first movie is great. The second movie has some great imagery, but it's not a good movie. But, but, but apart from like Tom Skerritt and um, uh, I forget her name, that was the other lead actress in the film. The other lead uh, actress. Uh, okay, that's yeah, fine. Continue that. Those two to the are the guy? only two convincing actors in that whole film. Everyone else is like they're reading from cue cards. I mean, it's terrible, terrible acting. I mean, literally, some of the worst acting I've ever seen in a, a mainstream film. I mean, I, I it's, can't remember it's just the bad. young girl's name, the one that plays Carol Ann. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, like uh, O'Hara or something is yeah. like her last name. Uh, That'll work. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, she. I mean, she's young. She was young, so I don't expect great acting chops. But her acting never got better, ever. I mean, she's. Got some great innocent moments in that first movie, but when you go to film two and film three and you see some of the other stuff that she has done, she's like a lot of bad child actresses. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. So when you're when you're writing your entire film on that character moving forward, yeah, it's gonna break. Well, she was only sure. twelve when she did the third film, if I remember. Yeah, way correctly, to put pressure so. on her, Torgo. Well, that's so, what I mean, killed her. My like, pressure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That in a helicopter. Well, do it. <laughs> oh man! Wow. You know, um, I know I missed the geeky things you've done this week. I uh, went to the... Oh, you just uh, gotta run right in there. Go yeah, ahead. Oh, dive in. Me, take me. over, man. Well, Heather O'Rourke, not O'Hara. O'Hara. Sorry. Catherine O'Hara. There was right. a connection. Um, I went <laughs> there to was the, a uh, connection? <laughs> okay, we're waiting for it. Come on. I went to the uh, A-Fan black and white party, and it was all steampunk themed. I don't, what's an A-Fan? Uh, Aid for AIDS of Nevada. Okay. Okay. But uh, I saw uh, child, former child actress Pia Zadora oh, singing. Uh, <laughs> fantastic. Star uh, of Santa Claus versus the Martians. That's the one. Fantastic. Yep. She, 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 she sings okay. And Naked She's Gun 33 Sanfummers. and a third. Don't forget that. I did forget that. <laughs> I forgot a lot of that, in fact. <laughs> what did you forget? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. Oh, I squeezed that in just in time. Oh, I, I figured we might as well end said. it where it began. So. <laughs> story, story of your life there, Andy? It's an Ouroboros. <laughs> <laughs> you wish. He's still trying the to squeeze the damn words in. Its own <laughs> ball sack. Its own. <laughs> <laughs> two of the people in the room know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's it's you know it's the fox wants to keep its ball or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week, I am Master Torgo, the famous Paul. Eighties Jeff, balls in a box. Oh, am I supposed to say it? Fact check, Dandy. Matt, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll talk to balls you next in week. Geeks. What? Oh uh, yeah. You're gonna have to go back and listen to but the show. You know, know. Right, but that's, that, uh, <laughs> that's that old Kid Rock song. Balls in the box, balls in the box, biggie, biggie, ballsy box, biggie, my balls are in the box, balls in the box, my balls in the box, biggie, 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 biggie. I am a guy with box balls! Box balls! I think Ramstein did a version of that, too. Yeah. Oh, that's my favorite one. Two, two, in a box. two box, two box balls. Two box, box. Two, two box, 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 box. Two box. My favorite two version, though, balls. was the one that they incorporated to Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator. That was my favorite. That's yeah. the best one. Yeah. Do 
Andy, why the discomfortable look? I don't... <laughs> It'd just be easier you, if you suck my dick. He wasn't here. Was. He yeah. wasn't. Really? He was here for part of it. Was he? I was here for like seeing you sing in the glass elevator. <laughs> oh, he was? Yeah. Okay. I know. It's kind of hazy now. You don't know where he came stumbling in. <laughs> Stumble I did. I, we have to uh, do a full version of that glass elevator song. Oh, no. God. No, we don't. No, do no, do no, a no. comic of it, Andy. <laughs> No. Sam, Sam, I need I need some tunes. Oh no, I need some, <laughs> I need some backup music for that, for that track. Oh, Sam, Sam, cut a few tracks. Send them Paul's way. Sam, Sam, what would it take to have you not do that? Your grandpa's there. I do want to hear the metal version of that. <laughs> I never Sorry, found Dick, a. Sorry, Dick. There's a glass I love. All right, <laughs> Jeff is in on it. See, it could be good. It could be good if it's well done. Yeah. If it's done well. Done well. Yeah.